Welcome to the CMC podcast. CMC is one of Brisbane and Australia's leading Bible colleges. We combine a dedication to Christian truth with a passion for spirit life and a commitment to academic excellence. You'll be hearing from a variety of students, lecturers, pastors and team here at CMC. We pray that these episodes inspire you and help you to influence your world for good and for God. Enjoy! Hello there, welcome back to the podcast. Today, I am joined by Andrew Staggs, who is the principal of City Point Ministry College. Um, so, Andrew, thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Joel. Pleasure to be here. We had a really awesome discussion with the students today. We put a whole bunch of stuff on the whiteboard, and you just brought so much practical wisdom, uh, which was awesome. So, I'd love to, I guess, drill that mm. down a bit. So, my first question for you would be, how would you summarize your leadership philosophy? Yeah. It's taken a long while to build it <laughs> through, through a bit of panel meeting, but re- yeah. revelation. Um, I have sort of a list of um, sort of categories, but I've, I've, I've broadened it into sort of four areas, and mm. I, I have some thoughts around um, the core. I've got to be very clear what's going in your core, yeah. and a big part of that is our character. The second one is um, how I fit into community, because that, that's important, life-giving community. Third area is some competencies, some skills I need to have. Mm. And then um, number four, some convictions. So as you know, we did some whiteboard work with the students and they they flushed a lot of the detail out. Mm. We're trying to put most of that content back into those sort of four areas. Um, Really helps me um, be really clear uh, about what I need, what I need to be as a leader Mm. and then then some of the things I need to do. Yeah, that's so good. From those things then, if we start with conviction, for example, what would you say is the importance of conviction? How important is yeah, that? Yeah. I usually have this saying, um, so goes the leader, so goes the team, or so goes whatever you're leading. So mm. whatever's going on in a leader's inner world, like their uh, belief system, yeah. uh, their mindset, uh, a core set of beliefs, that, that that's really, really, really important. Um one of my one of my mentors one day said, Andrew, every good leader has a well developed belief system. Mm. So some of the things we need to think deeply through, like um, one of those is like is like the call of God. Yeah. Like I realize, you know, you can be employed by man, you can get a church salary, or, or get money from ministry. But at the end of the day, it's God who calls us. Yeah. And so because of that conviction, then. That helps manage my tendency for people pleasing. <laughs> yeah, and, and once you've got a set of convictions, mm-hmm. you think, like, I have a conviction that um, my job is to steward the leadership platform and mm-hmm. skills that I have now. Yeah. So that helps promote humility. Then, yeah, it, it, it sort of gets rid of the temptation of self interest and entitlement. Then, yeah, and see those behaviours which which we think is all good character. It is a byproduct of some of the convictions mm. and the beliefs, the beliefs that we have. Yeah. When it comes to the call of God, how do we ascertain what that is? How do we, uh, or maybe for you, for yourself, how have you investigated or tried to figure out what God's call for your yeah. life was? Yeah. I, I, the obvious one is if um, I'm a big believer in the prophetic word, I believe God's a God of revelation and he's always communicating with us. So I really highly value the gift of prophecy Mm -hmm. and with that comes discernment as well. But I've had just multiple times over the decades of my ministry, God speak sort of words of destiny and Mm -hmm. purpose into my life with some real specifics to it, but very vague enough to be general. So (laughs) so it's almost like some of those words are like, they're not going to guarantee to happen, but it's like an invitation Mm. by God to Andrew Staggs to say, this, this is where I want us to head. This is how I want to partner t- 
with you together. So, mm. so some of those things have really like been have been like um, landing lights at an airport. They've yeah. kept me on the straight and the narrow to make sure I, I don't go um, off 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 course. Mm. I found sometimes too the way circumstances happen and opportunities that come my way. Yeah. Just um, I use a lot of reflective practice, like journaling. I'm thinking, oh, what were you doing there? And I, and I sense the peace of God on mm. some opportunities, and you see clusters of the same type of opportunity come yeah you see opportunities then lining up with the prophetic spoken word of god mm. i mean the word of god my own personal reading i read a story and, and and many of us will have an affinity with a particular bible character yeah like joseph was a big one for me daniel yeah i mean everyone loves those guys <laughs> but i mean for joseph the one was um he was called at a particular moment. He was gifted. Said mm. he had the spirit of the gods, and he was trained. He was prepared. Yeah. He had a word of knowledge, a word of wisdom, but he had the spirit of the gods with him. Whenever I read that story, something inside me just leaps. So I think mm. that that's a confirmation yeah. and, and a discernment. But also two other wise leaders coming around. Then the Craig yeah. opportunity for you. You think, oh, I feel like I'm walking in some aspect of the prophetic word or mm. a sense of. This feels right, me partnering with God. So there's yeah. this sort of discernment process. But Joel, it all happens too while you're being scared. And, is this for me? And oh God, is this really you? And, yeah. and over a while, you look back and go, wow, God is leading and guiding me. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's a bit of a zigzagging journey. <laughs> it's a bit messy, two steps forward, one step back. But yeah. I, I say, pursuing the call of God, the, the purpose, the purposes of God. I think I said four little keys in there yeah there's nothing like like the prophetic word of god where yeah. you know you just have a sense of you 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 in the red shirt there <laughs> so if you're looking for a prophetic word make sure wear a, a, a bright shirt to a good meeting <laughs> stand out really <laughs> clearly you there <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so good when it comes then to our inner world we talked a lot about with the students how what i guess facets of good leaders are what sort of mm. things they need to have built into themselves so for us growing as leaders or wanting to grow and consistently become better leaders, what kinds of things can we be doing to be growing our inner world and growing our character? Yeah. Um, I love indwelling Holy Spirit. I think I prayed over the the students a verse out of um, Philippians 2 verse 13. Mm. It's the Holy Spirit who's working deep within us. He's willing and he's, he's actually energizing us to love him and to do the right thing. So, Reading the Word of God, and often I'll pray, God, speak to me through Your Word today. Mm. Like I'm not often there just reading just to get a word. I just I love spending time with God. Yeah. And sometimes the bonus is, is wow, something just jumps off at the page of me, and then I'm then accountable for that, yeah. <laughs> so that I've got to then apply that. Yeah. And often God through the Word, He's, he's very subtle. Very, it's very rarely a, a strong rebuke. It's a mm hey, can we have a chat about something? That's what I sense of God. And the Bible does say, Jesus, like, come let us reason together. Yeah. You know, though your sins like are like scar, I'm going to make you as white as snow. So to me, God's been a reasoning God, indwelling Holy Spirit. Mm. He's been quite gentle. And he just gently leads me towards becoming more like him. Yeah. And so there's a prompting of a Holy Spirit. Um, so that, that's good. Being being in community too keeps yeah. you accountable. Like. Like I realize that things I do do impact the community around us. Mm. Like my leadership and my relationship with God, my spiritual vibrancy and my vitality is a gift to other people. Yeah. If I don't lean into God and, and I don't lead, many you know, dozens of people are going to miss out. So there's an accountability with that that we 
grow together. Mm. Apostle Paul talked to Timothy, you know, keep doing these great things that people may observe your progress. So yeah. there is a part of community where we should be growing more Christ-like and over time we should receive the encouragement and the affirmation from our life-giving tribe. Mm. Which is, man, I just love how you're growing. I, I loving the deep work of God in your life. I can see new fruit, new yeah. shoots. I've seen you overcome adversity and so... That's the power of encouragement. That's the power of all the one and other scriptures in the New Testament. We're, we're built for community, and I think it's the community of God also which helps us become more Christ-like to develop that, you know, that, that, that godly character yeah. in our life which yeah. blesses so many other people. That's so good. Yeah. When it comes to, because you mentioned earlier the idea of reflecting and journaling. So when it comes to, I guess, that idea of taking time to self-reflect and I guess, do a bit of like an, an analysis of where your yeah. heart actually is. Do you have any recommendations as to how we could actually do that process well? So we're not yeah. just living our lives out there. We're actually trying yeah. to do a bit of self-investigation. Yeah. So I'm always writing notes in my di- in my iPhone. Mm-hmm. So I've got yeah, some Monday thoughts, yep. space, hub and space, today's date. <laughs> and then the idea is I then dump that yeah. when I can into a Word document. Okay. It's got all the date. And so... So I try and do that, and before I know it, I've got all these iPhone notes which I haven't dumped in this bigger document. Mm. Um, and and then sometimes in your diary, you have to schedule like a monthly, put like one hour yeah. um, journal reflection time. Actually, make an appointment with yourself, and oh, then yeah. guiltily move it three days or different days <laughs> to you to work out. And then yeah. and then sometimes I'll scan through those pages, and I can say. God, what's a theme? And often I can see a theme coming through. Yeah. Often when he's calling me to do another fast, it's like a, a six or an eight-week journey of, <laughs> I want you to do another fast. I want you yeah. to spend some time with me. And I realize how disobedient or unresponsive I am to his voice. Mm. But I'm so thankful when I do start a fast. So trying that reflective process, at the end of every year then too, mm. I go through and I find it's good I go to Instagram. Mm. And I just, you know, you can, in one screen you've got, 12 stories yeah i take a screenshot of all those and then dump them in a word document i can look oh, this is yeah. what i thought the highlight reel of my year's been mm. and often there's some themes there often if you look at people's social media files there's usually five themes that they're rotating through yeah it's family a coffee a sport a god thing something that it makes them happy a holiday so yeah. these are rotating themes i think God, where were you in all that? What are you yeah. trying to say to me? It's been a good year. God always gives me a word, a prophetic word for the year ahead. So this word is word year is strength. Mm. So the, right at the very top of my word document for this annual journal, yeah. it's got a whole heap of strength verses that I'll often pull out and meditate on. God, you're the strength of my life. Yeah, mm. you're, you're there. You're, you're strength in my hands for battle. Yeah. So I've probably got 30 or 40 verses around the area of strength. And so then I meditate on that and say, God, how, how did I go? Is there anything you need to talk about? And I can see the themes of the patterns. See, that's the way I'm wired up. I'm, yeah. a, I'm a little bit reflective, introverted, believe it or not. <laughs> and so say, that, that's the pattern that he generally uses with me. Yeah. I can see, and I'm, I'm often just sitting there with a sense of wonder and awe. God, you're awesome. You do. You yeah. are doing a mighty work in me, yeah. and you are doing a mighty work through me. Yeah. Philippians three, Philippians two thirteen. It's working. <laughs> yeah, that's so good. Yeah. Based off that, you've obviously you've learned quite well for yourself how to listen to God's voice and how yeah. to discern what that is. I'd just love to ask you, how, how did you get to that place? Or for you, how would you maybe suggest that we ourselves? Because I think. It's hard sometimes if you haven't quite figured out what that looks yeah. like or how to get to that place of how do I discern what God's voice sounds like? How would you maybe suggest people could try and figure out yeah. or try different things? 
like I'm, I'm looking for the frequency, the God frequency. Now, yeah. I've, I've walked with God for a long time now, mm. but I just remember clearing, just trying to clear my head, clearing the clutter yeah. and getting the static out of the, out of the line. Now, when I first gave my life to Christ as a young adult, we didn't have social media. Mm. Like, so that, that's obviously, it's a tremendous benefit, social media, but often a great distraction. Yeah. Yeah. So finding a time of the day where it takes less time to detox from the distraction of social media. <laughs> so for me, that's early in the morning yeah. when I'm clear and I try not to open my phone mm. until I at least sort of start in, in some God engagement process. So to me, the word of God speaks very loudly to me. Yeah. Um, often memory, scripture memorization, the more I do that, gives more of the word of God for God to recall, yeah. to give me a now a, a rhema word of God in a in a kairos moment. Mm. So I always want to like have the now fresh bread word of God. Yeah, clearing the clutter and the frequency, working out times and days of the week which are more better for me. So on a Saturday morning is a good time to have an hour, like a more of a soaking time. Oh yeah, yeah, and just really and God can give deeper deeper work, and mm. I've got to. Write down, is this for me or is this for a message I'm preparing? Yeah. Anyone who's called a ministry, that'll be a, a seasonal <laughs> wrestle. Yeah. Oh, this will be good. No, this is for you, mate. It's for no one else. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking to you about this. Don't, yeah. don't palm it and inflict this word on anybody else. Like, <laughs> just, just, just learning that. But also, too, learning the process of discernment. Mm. I'm really aware of it in a world where I sense peace. Yeah. In, in Romans 8, verse 5, it says, Those who have the mind of the Spirit, the fruit of that is life and peace. So yeah. I'm always looking for life and peace. Mm. The other side is death and turmoil. So yeah. whenever I feel an anxiousness, I've got to discern God. If I stepped outside something you've wanted me to do, am I on the wrong frequency? Mm. Or is this something we need to pray through because you're trying to draw something to my attention? Yeah. Either for the benefit of other people or all I'm behold for me myself. Yeah. So after a while, it's called an internal knower. And I say this, I know in my knower, mm-hmm. and it only comes through practice. Like, yeah. this is how bank tellers can test counterfeit notes because they're always touching money all the time. Bang, mm. they, they can know something's not right there. Yeah. So over a while, the more time you spend with God in a disciplined way, yeah. the greater the chances you have to discern, yes, this is the perfect will of God here. Yeah, yeah. that's so good. Yeah. Now, when we're leading, we're almost rarely probably almost never really in a place where we're fully in charge. There's always someone above us or there's a leader or someone we're responding to or someone that has some sort of authority that we've got to report to. So how do we lead well from that second chair, from that place of leading under someone else? Yeah. We did a handout in that last session, gave the students, we got Fred Smith, like um, 10 things you're looking for in a leader. Mm -hmm. I think that they're a great list of of things to look for. How, how, how to keep being a good leader. I think if you keep being a good leader and working on your craft, mm. that does lead to fruitfulness. I know yeah. leaders generally are looking for fruitful leaders who can actually get results but obviously do have godly character. Mm. So I, I think still keep being the message and being the solution. Yeah. Like I, I know that my results, the fruitfulness that God has given me, mm. does give me a seat at some tables. Yeah. So they think, oh, you've been good in this area. Maybe you're going to be good in another area as well. So obviously being very disrespectful, uh, being respectful to people, mm. but sometimes by asking key questions of your leader, like um, is there anything that I'm doing that you'd like me to do more of or less of? Yeah. And that starts a conversation yeah. around, yeah, 
sometimes leaders always think you're doing a good job unless you've done something wrong and they want to come and tell you. So sometimes mm. I've had to set my leaders up for a win by teaching them how to lead me better. Yeah. And that's why gen- I know many leaders are busy, so you've got to pick your moment. Mm. And sometimes asking open-ended questions. Can I just come alongside you? This is how I see the vision that you're casting. Yeah. Is there anything that I'm missing? See, it starts a conversation. Yeah. And yeah. any leader would go, man, someone's leaning into my vision. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then you, the third thing might be, hey, actually, have you thought about this? I've noticed this has been a challenge. Mm. Um, have you ever thought about this? And on, on Fred Smith's list, that's number three, a, a yeah. creative sense of discontent. Often leaders will, will know where the next stretch is or the next boundary, the next contour mm. that needs to be redefined or expanded. Yeah. And so if you thought, hey, I've noticed this. If you notice this, I've thought of three things that might be helpful to us. And a leader will go, mm. wow, wow, you're thinking about the vision like I am. How about you go with number three? Yeah. But you've got to pick your moment. Yeah. Leaders are busy, sometimes they're stressed. Mm. Pick the moment, become with a sense of helpfulness. And a great idea can be like a glass of fresh water to a leader. They feel like, oh, I'm sharing the burden with you. And every leader is looking for good armor bearers. So that suggestion could get you a seat at a table. Make sure you create the capacity (laughs) in your world to free up to do the job. So that's why I'm always saying always develop leaders in your team because if you can't be replaced, you can't be promoted. Mm. So always giving away your leadership prepares you for the next level of promotion or advancement. That's so good. My last question for you then. Do you have any recommended books or podcasts or resources that you think um, our listeners could yeah. really get a lot out of? Yeah. Like one, um, I often carry this one around. It's um, by Dr. Robert Clinton. It's a great father and son combination. He taught it fuller. This book called The Making of a Leader, like I've got the first and second edition, but it yeah. says recognizing the lessons and stages of leadership development. Okay. This book's been helpful to me because it actually cracks the code of how leaders are development, how leaders are developed, often, and it's got a big chapter on the process items you need to go through and all your pain points. Uh, so often I'll say to a leader who comes to me, oh, Pastor Ender, I'm, I'm wrestling about this. Yeah. I think, oh, that sounds like Clinton stage three. <laughs> I say this, um, are you sitting under a leader that you think's incompetent? Yeah, I said, well, we all have to do that. Mm. It's just a recognized, generally accepted leadership <laughs> principle. We always get challenged in our leadership. Yeah. If you don't deal with this, you can't mm. go next level. Yeah. So really, in a way, it helps normalize your pain <laughs> and say, look, you're not the only one who's been through this. Yeah. Go find someone who's gone through that and ask yeah. them to coach you or pray with you or, or counsel you. So mm. there, there is a cluster of ways that god develops us and and unfortunately in some seasons it's strategic pain yeah but it's under the hand of a loving father and it's always god filtered yeah it's always there to strengthen our belief in the in the principle of leadership Mm. but also help us to become more fruitful and and increase our level of um authority and and fruitfulness yeah. yeah Yeah, that's, so good. That, that's that's a wonderful book. Yeah, yeah. On well, the on my pile here, latest <laughs> one I got is by um Michael Bird. It's a really good seven things I wish Christian knew about the Bible. Ooh. I just find that biblical illiteracy mm. in our churches, in our in our denominations, is just getting worse and worse. Yeah. So some people are always looking for a good book, like how do we make the Word of God even more alive and applicable, yeah. especially in a post-Christian, post-secular post-truth world mm. it's a bit of a very different world to preach and lead and minister out there yeah. but obviously what, how the bible fits in into our current culture and 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 millennium will always be important so there's, yeah. there's two quick recommendations that's so good that's awesome yeah that's a lot in those two yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well thank you so much for joining yeah. us today andrew we've got a whole bunch of i know the students really enjoyed um, the activity you did with them thank so you. thank you so much for joining us today 
And listeners, thank you as well for joining us once again. See you next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of the CMC podcast. Let us know what you thought by leaving us a review. You can connect with us on social media at City Point Ministry College or head to cmc.edu.au to find out more about who we are.